Today we're talking about expectations. So that's why I'm going to do it. No. Uh, actually, I'm very excited about uh, today's message because it's, it's one that I've wanted to speak to everyone in the world about for about three or four years. And the reason that, that I wanted to speak this to you is because I, I heard it. So this, this message is, all, well, except for all the stuff that I put in there, uh, the, the, the framework comes from uh, Emotionally Healthy Relationships, uh, which is a Pete Scazzaro book and, and course. And when I first heard him speak this uh, concept of uh, how we can build relationships through unearthing expectations, I thought, man, I want to do this. And I remember making Jendi uh, listen to the tape or the, the broadcast with me after I had heard it. And then uh, I, I heard him say it again right at the beginning of the pandemic. He was, he was sharing the similar concepts. And I remember right then I'm like, I've got to talk with, with everyone about this. And then, like with most things, uh, when the Lord first speaks to me, I want to try to get it deeper into my bones before I, I, I tell it to someone else, you know. Even though the, the lesson would stand on its own with or without me trying to make it mine. Um, and I'll, I'll just say that as I share this, I'm, I have not even, this is a practice. This is a discipleship practice that, we, you know, for the rest of your life, after you hear this, you're going to be going, I'm going to have to do this? It's very simple, but you'll understand why as I as I talk on. So our our verse is the same verse that we had last week, but let me. It's in Ephesians four fifteen. It says, "Instead, we speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of His body, the church." And I love that 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 as we learn to speak the truth in love to one another, we actually become more like Jesus. Now, when it comes to expectations, uh, a lot of times uh, we don't speak our expectations to others. We just have them towards other people. And uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of get deep into this uh, because uh, 34 years ago today, I married Jendi. It's my it's my anniversary. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, as I, I know, isn't that crazy? Thirty four years, man. All right, going somewhere on the thirty fifth. <laughs> We're not going anywhere today. Yeah, it's like okay, old lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm a romantic, uh, in, at least in my mind. Uh, I did wear a, a romantic looking shirt today, so I thought that counts. Um, but I, I was thinking about this as I was putting together the, you know, the, the message. I was thinking how many years we've worked through different kinds of expectations of one another. It's, it's one of those things that uh, I, I, I could spend hours with you talking about story after story after story where Jendi and I had to express our expectations that we had for one another. Or a lot of times... Uh, Either she would get mad at me or I would get mad at her because we never expressed the expectation we had. We just, you know, you ought to know this. 
Uh, has this ever happened to anybody here? Have you ever had an expectation on someone who's close to you? And, and yes, you know, of course it happens in, in my work life uh, all the time where, where people, it's not usually me expecting things uh, from my employees, um, but, but they have unwritten expectations about what I think I might be expecting. Uh, you know, it's like, in fact, I had a conversation recently with somebody about this, and and they they were doing something, and they, they were kind of just it, it was it was detrimental to them, but they you know again they thought it was for me, and so part of we're talking about communication, uh, part of communication, a big part really has to do with making sure we're unearthing expectations and helping others to know what our true expectations are, and if we're feeling anxiety about, you know, if you get mad at someone, that's usually because there's some kind of unwritten expectation you have of them, right? Uh, Even this morning, I'm driving in, you know, and I have an expectation of every driver on the road. Do you you too? You know, now I'm not able to express that, you know, and, and it still makes me angry if they don't comply and become, you know, the perfect driver like I am. Um, But, you know, we, we just, we, you know, we live in this world of expectations, and uh, I'll begin with with that, uh, because our whole world is filled with expectations. You know, you're you you still have in your mind expectations from your parents. You know, even if your parents have, have are are not with us anymore, you, you still might be. You know, it's like the, I got to make sure I do it this way because my mom wanted it this way, uh, right? You guys know that that happens, and then of course the people that you're living with. Uh, you're having expectations about. I, I remember when the pandemic hit, one, we started, uh, Jenny and I, you know, we normally, we don't like, we don't like fight or anything. Uh, you know, after 34 years, we don't call it fights. We just call it intense fellowship. <laughs> you know, other people fight. We we don't. But I remember when we first were locked down, man, this was brutal because we were trying to ne- negotiate space, you know, like who gets the kitchen? You know, it's like the best Wi-Fi is like right at the kitchen. It's like, I need this this space, you know. And, and then, you know, people have, you know, making noise, uh, you know, like we're trying to Zoom, we're trying to learn, we're trying to do something and we're, in, we're back there making the oatmeal and clunking pans and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and you're getting mad instead of expressing, this is my expectation. When I'm online, I would appreciate that you would save your cooking time for another time. Uh, in fact, this even happened this morning because uh, Jendi, uh, she wanted to make a, a nice salad for today and bake some oatmeal cookies. Now, normally on Sunday mornings, I, I have, a, you know, unfettered... Uh, you know, quiet time for me able to put my notes together and everything. Uh, and she, she's, she's out making cookies. I'm like, hon, uh, I forget how I put it. It wasn't exactly according to what I'm going to teach you today. <laughs> you know, so do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I, I think I said, honey, I think that's going to bug me, uh, which isn't how you're supposed to say it at all. But uh, the, the way we've communicated after 34 years, she goes, oh, okay. And, uh, and I said, it's not a problem. I just want uh, what I'm going to do. I'll get my, my noise-canceling uh, headphones on, and I'll go into another room. I just wasn't expecting it. And so when it came, I was like, I, 
Ah, I, I do expect my quiet time in the morning. So you guys understand this. So we have a, a whole world. We've got expectations from, of course, people we live with. We have expectations from our, our workplace. We have expectations of ourselves. We certainly have expectations of God, right? If I do all the right things and I, you know, I make sure I, I go to church regularly and tithe and all these things and God will bless me and nothing will ever happen in my life that will, that will throw me off, Right? We'll talk about, if we have a little time, we might talk about that. But I just want to tell you that God might not meet all of your expectations. In fact, I guarantee you, He will not meet all your expectations because you can't control God. And He has a different uh, mindset than we do on that. But a lot of people, you know, they don't, they stop following God because they're like, I expected God would be like this. And I've told you stories from my own family that people stop following God because certain expectations were not met. And so this is a time, kind of a timely uh, topic for us. Uh, it, uh, I was thinking during the pandemic, one of, there was certain expectations because different parts of our family had different points of view politically and on COVID madness. Did I say madness? <laughs> on the COVID. Uh, so, <laughs> So, you know, and so I, I learned pretty early on that the expectation was dad shouldn't talk about <laughs> politics or, or COVID because, uh, and, and that was fine. But it, it wasn't, it, you know, unless we make it clear, uh, which sometimes they do just by not, I'm never coming back over here, <laughs> you know, instead of just saying, you know, dad. I'm really not interested in, you know, my expectations when we come here, we won't talk about these things because it makes me anxious. Okay, so we have all these expectations. Uh, you know, one of the things I've, I've done a lot of in my life is done premarital counseling. Now, one of the expectations of every married couple is you will live happily ever after. You know that, right? Now, where do we get these expectations? A lot of the expectations we do get, we get from, you know, culture and, and movies. And it's like, it'll be happily ever after. And so what I do is I sit them down for a number of weeks and I talk to them very seriously that this is going to be the hardest thing you ever do for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, it'll be a blessing all along the way, but there'll be times when you're going to hit certain seasons that are not going to be happy for you. And I kind of go through, there's like 12 areas of our life where you, where you have to unearth the expectations. Like, who's going to take care of the money? You know, who's going to take care of the chores? Who's going to, how many kids are we going to have? And, and it's always so funny because I'll, I'll, I'll talk to, you know, I was like, so, you know, I have them do this profile and it'll say, yeah, I want 10 kids and I want no kids. And I'm like, have you guys talked about this? <laughs> you know, now usually it's not that far off. It's like, you know, three, three and two and all those kind of things. But because we don't talk about things we expect, then eventually it becomes a conflict. So, uh, so here's, here's what's happened. So the problem is uh, when we have an expectation, uh, we think we have a right to it, Right. It's like, you know, I have the right to this expectation. Uh, I was thinking, uh, along with Beth, that I, I'm, the, the kids of the school, it's like, I, ha I have these expectations. It's like these little, these kids should be like so well behaved now. It's the last week of school. I mean, you, you should know every rule and you should be walking in step. And it's like, they just forgot everything. 
It's like, what are you doing to me here? Uh, so we'll talk about that in just a minute. So one of the, uh, the there's, there's kind of four things, or there are four things uh, that we, we have to talk about uh, that are problems on the expectation side. The one is, is that sometimes our expectations are unconscious. We don't even know what they are. Like when I was driving today, I, you know, I see people doing crazy stuff, and, and I'm not conscious of what my expectation is, and so I get angry when people do dumb stuff on the road, right? And then it reminds me, oh, the reason I'm, being, I'm getting frustrated or angry, and this, this can happen in any realm, I'm just taking it out of here to keep it out of your house, um, is, is because I'm not really aware of what it is. And this happens a lot, actually, in the home. You know, you're like, why am I bugged by this? You know, you see a pair of shoes or something, you know, or, the, you know, the, the trash is starting to overflow a little bit. And you're like, you know, why am I angry at this? And so it's unconscious until you, you see it. And, you, and then, so the first thing we need to do is think about, why am I getting agitated with this? Okay. And then we have to ask ourselves, is, is it realistic or am I being unrealistic? And th- this is where I, I think about the, the, the children. Is, you know, is it unrealistic to expect that they'll walk in line? Uh, and then I'm like, no, it's actually not unrealistic because we spoke about it. We, you know, this is the standard we rise to. Um, but it might be unrealistic. That, you know, sometimes things are, can become unrealistic for us. But the, the, the next thing is, is it unspoken? And this is where we really get in trouble uh, in the home, is that we have so many unspoken expectations, or in the workplace we have unspoken expectations, and we, we, we start to get agitated when people aren't doing them. So if you've ever said this, you'll know you've had an unspoken expectation. They should just know this. Have you ever said that about anyone? <laughs> they should just know this. Well... The reality is they don't because they, they, maybe they should, but when you say that to yourself, they should know this, that's a good time to say to yourself, I need to talk with them about that, okay? Um, and this, this, you know, especially, I'm, thinking, I'm always thinking in the household uh, with this. And then even if you speak about it, if it's, if it's not agreed upon, then the expectation is, isn't valid. Okay, so here's the four things, uh, and th- this will bring us into the skills. It's kind of a short course, and then we'll talk about it, but um, we got to get things conscious, uh, you know, get, get them identified. What is it that's bothering me? So let's just say I walk in the house and I've, I see a pair of shoes in the middle of the floor. This actually never happens in our house. But unless they're my shoes. <laughs> so, and then I was like, who left those shoes? Oh, there's my shoes. <laughs> Let me get this. But if you find yourself getting agitated with people that you love, then that's an indication you should think about, what is it that I'm expecting from them? Okay? And then you have to ask yourself, is this reasonable? Is it reasonable that somebody should pick up their shoes if they're leaving in the mill? Yes, it's reasonable. Have I spoken with them about this? No, I never have, because they should know better. Because no one should ever leave shoes in the middle of the hallway. How do you know that? I don't know. 
<laughs> but if, it, if it's something that you come across, you want to be able to say to them, uh, can we talk? Uh, I have an expectation that you will but you know, make sure that your shoes go this way. Okay, you guys are following so far? And then last but not least, the last part of that is to, is to agree. Can, I, can we agree together that the best thing for us is that you would put your shoes away? And if they say yes, then you can expect that, right? Anything less, you cannot expect it. You can't. If you've never spoken about it, you can't expect it. So far, so good? Now, here's the kicker part. Sometimes we think that other people think that we have expectations on them. This was probably the most difficult part of uh, our, our marriage, uh, certainly early on. Because Jendi would be frantically making sure that she was the Proverbs 31 wife, which she is and was and is. Okay, Proverbs 31 point, no. Uh, so, but when, I, when, when she, then she'd get really tired and then she'd get crabby, never really crabby, just slightly on the edge. And then <laughs> she would express to me, well, I, you expect me to do this. Now, I'm the typical husband who really is like, I really don't have a lot of expectations, you know, that you show up, that you, you know, you show up, uh, you come home. That's, that's pretty good. No. Uh, but, but most of the expectations we have are, you know, are expectations that we have about ourselves, about others. Has this ever happened to you? This happens a lot in my, in the workplace with me. Uh, and so people, well, you know, they'll work really hard and do crazy stuff and, and then, uh, they'll, they'll burn out. And I'll say, why are we doing that? And they're like, because that's what you expect of me. And I'm like, okay. So I want, uh, so I want to, I want to treat you, uh, I want to teach you guys, um, a, a, way, a way that you can do this in your home. It's usually best in home. You can do it in, in work too, and I'll, I'll teach all our employees later to do this with me. But there's this thing that they call mind reading. Uh, so when you're reading the mind of another person, when you're saying, you expect this from me, uh, then you can have a conversation with them, and you can, you can ask them this, permission. Do I have permission to read your mind? And if they say yes, because you're not supposed to re- read people's minds, do you know that? Uh, you're not supposed to you know, make stories up about people. It's like, they're really expecting me to do this. That's making a story up in your mind. So instead, you're mind reading, or you think you're mind reading. So you can go to the person and say, may I read your mind? And if they give you permission to read your mind, you say, I think that you think that I'm supposed to do this. So let's just, uh, I'll just make this practical for you. So uh, Jendi would be, uh, you, you know, she could come to me and say, uh, may I read your mind? And I say, yes, of course, hon, you can re- read my mind. I think that you think that I'm going to do all of the cooking and cleaning during the week, except for Fridays when we go on our date. And I could say, yes, honey, that's exactly what I'm thinking. 
Now, it's at that point, now the expectations are clear, right? We, and then she can negotiate. Then she can go, you know, I was thinking maybe just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> and, or I'm cooking and you're cleaning. You get how this works? Uh, so uh, a, a lot of times th- this this happens. In fact, I was talking with somebody at work the other day, and I was thinking, uh, uh, I didn't ask them to read their mind, but I said, do you think that I think this? And they said, yes, that's exactly what I think. And and I said, no, that's I don't think that. Uh, you know, and again, this is all about the the whole concept of communication. Is is when people are agitated about certain things, it's very important to get them in the light, to so that you can discuss them and and so you can grow in love. Remember what it, is, it says. Our verse here: in, instead, we'll speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ. Okay, so now let's get let let's get back to our our skill. We're on the practice part. I want you to think. You guys going to think with me? Have a little. Uh, what do they call these things? A, a thinking exercise or something. So, when we have expectations on other people, first of all, we need to make sure they're that we're conscious about what they are. And usually, this consciousness arises when you get upset. Uh, when when you see something, and this happens all the time, actually, in my, you know, to me, it's like, why am I upset? Oh, I haven't communicated that I need this. Okay, and then of course, ask, is it reasonable? Yes, I think it's reasonable. Then you have the conversation, and uh, the com- the conversation is is easy to to do because you can say, you know, and I've been getting agitated. Because I, I, in my mind, I have expected this from you, and then at that point, you're starting to, you're starting to speak together, and go, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that you had that expectation of me. And then you can negotiate it, and then say, you know, from from now on, or from you know for this season, uh, can we do it this way? And then you agree, and then the expectation is clear, and nobody gets angry anymore. Does this make sense? Uh, for for Jenny and I, a lot of times, uh, because of all the different things we we were doing and are doing, a lot of times something really big on her expectation is that we'll sit down uh, with a calendar regularly and find out what's happening. When are the kids coming over? When are we going on vacation? When are you know? When are you going to be home late? When are you know? What meetings you have? All those kind of things. And that was always big for her. And I remember how often she. And this is many years ago. Remember, 34 years. So this this is back in the in the teens. Uh, uh, you know, she she would get angry at me because I would overschedule. You know, I would I would not tell her that that was a big thing. I don't I don't know if it's a if it's a husband thing, but I wouldn't tell her what was happening until like, hey, I'm not going to be home for dinner. <laughs> you're like, uh, no, you're thinking, yeah, I did that like the first year, and that that was it. <laughs> But I would do stupid stuff like that. But then what would fix it was she would say, I have an expectation that we would sit down regularly and we would talk about this. When we were super broke uh, people, uh, like yesterday, uh, we, 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 once a month, I would, I would share with her on one page, the, the Dave Ramsey, the, you know, this, this is our budget. 
you know. So if you want to go shopping, you have $200 this month. And just to show, you know, or we turn the lights off. You know, it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. but, but the expectations, we would sit down. This is one of my expectations. We would sit down once a month, take a look at it. This is what's coming in. This is what's going out. This is how bad it is. Um, and, then, and, and then we would uh, negotiate it and agree upon it. And that way, because what would happen was, you know, Jenny wouldn't shop for a long period of time for certain things, and all of a sudden I'd see, you know, a, a $200 bill, and I'm like, what did you buy? It's like, didn't you notice the kids are like naked now? You know, <laughs> it's like, I bought clothes for the kids. But because we hadn't communicated about it, because my expectation was nobody spends any money, <laughs> our expectation was the kids need clothes. And so we had to unearth that and get back to to that. So uh, th- those were big. So now it's your turn. Uh, what's an expectation you have of someone in your relational circle right now that you have not spoken about? Something that's bugged you. Something that's given you anxiety. In fact, unmet expectations is really the reason for almost all relational, you know, this, you know, dissolving. You know, when I when I see uh, couples that have uh, divorced or or had really rough times, uh, a lot of times it's because the expectations never got clear, and then people start to get angry, and then they get resentful, and then they get depressed, and then it's really hard to get out of that uh, that thing. Okay, so do you got something in your mind? Or is everybody's life? You have no expectations on that. You know. <laughs> On anybody. <laughs> In fact, I was actually thinking, you know, you know, pastors have expectations, and people in churches have expectations of pastors, you know, and we probably haven't talked enough. You know, I mean, I'm sure the people that aren't here, you know, haven't met their expectations. I know that. Um, but it's always good to say, you know, I expect this from you. You know, I expect you to call me every weekend, make sure I'm okay. If I'm not here and I'm like, I'm expecting you to be here every weekend, you know, <laughs> or call me if you're not going to be, you know, I mean, I don't have those expectations. Just, just, I, I, again, I, I, I'm like Winnie the Pooh, a, a bear of very little brain. And so <laughs> my, my, my small circle, I'm just trying to hold my own life together. So if you're thinking, man, he's probably thinking about me. I'm like, I'm not thinking about you. I'm just kind of tripping on in, in my life. I'm just trying to get him. Anyway, don't you wish you had a pastor that was like brilliant and, <laughs> and, and upright like that? Uh, anyway, Lord have mercy. Okay, so... That's your thought experiment, is to think through someone you might have to talk to this week and practice this, because this really is a practice. It doesn't come natural. What comes natural is to stuff your emotions and go, I'll just step over those shoes or I'll just put them away myself every time, right? Uh, And instead of just saying, you know what? Can I talk to you about something? This has been bothering me. Okay. Now, other uh, questions come up in people's minds um, is, what, what can I do if people uh, cannot meet my expectations? Has this ever happened? You're like, you, you're talk, you know, like these kids in, in kindergarten, first, second, third, and, and fourth grade. Our fifth graders are they're, they're 
They're, they're, they are. They're angels. They walk. The other day, I, like Jendi's kids, the kids are supposed to walk from the playground to the parking lot, and I see three kids just like, I'm like, what? It's the end of the year. You, you know, there's like, you know, it's like a traffic, you know, it's like traffic out here. You're going to get run over. But it's just, so I, I set the, reset the expectation for them or else. Okay. So if they can't meet your expectation, uh, th- then, then you really just have to, you have to pray about it and, or grieve it because it's like it's not going to happen. And this does happen in our lives. It's like you, you expect something from someone that's close. Like you, you expect your, you know, your brothers or sisters or your mom or your, you know, a lot of people have broken hopes because of their family systems. And you, you know, you wish you could talk to them about expecting certain things. And if they're not going to meet those needs, uh, then you just have to turn it into a prayer and turn it into a, a, a grieving for that. Okay. Um, now, of course, what, what can you do if someone doesn't follow through with an agreed upon expectation? Get twice as mad. No, no, that's not, that's not in here. <laughs> is talk with them again and say, you know, because sometimes people, they, they, they say they're going to. Uh, I've had this with people that, that are, are late employees. Uh, you know, and, and so you say, hey, you know, I've noticed you've been late more than once, you know. We really have an expectation because we have a need and we need you here. And then, uh, you know, they might have something. They might say, yes, I'll, I'll promise. And then, you know, the next day they're late again. You're like, what is up with these people? A lot of times people will make agreements because they're afraid of you, right? And they're like, whatever you say, Dad, whatever you say, yes, I'll I'll totally do that. (laughs) And then they don't do it. And you're like, maybe they're just saying yes because you haven't really related to them well. Okay. And then the last one, which we spoke of before, but I I do want to hit it one more time, is um, what do I do when God doesn't meet my expectations? knowing that God is not going to meet your expectations because God is God. And a lot of times he allows us to go through things so that he can teach us something. You know, his, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. And so when we go, God, I was expecting this from you, and now you've totally disappointed me, it's usually a sign that we need to grow in our relationship with the Lord so that he can show you who he really is. He's not just a magician or a blesser. He is God, very God. And uh, so, uh, but it's good for us sometimes to to unearth the expectations that we have of God. It's like, God, if I do this, you'll do this? You promise? And he's like, no, I'm not really doing that. <laughs> uh, but, but everybody does have, we all do have uh, unspoken expectations of God. Uh, in our life, and it's important for us to be able to unearth that. Yes, Sandro? I think that comes with a lot of patience, too, because if we can't expect God to have all these expectations, then I don't expect our eight-year-old or our partner. We have to be patient with them, just like God's patient with us. So. I love that. <laughs> Amen. So God is patient with us while we're, while we're growing through these things. Yeah. Amen. All right. So with that... Um, Final reiteration, so if you're getting anxious, then you're going to have the conversation after you evaluate whether it's realistic or not. And then it's not a true expectation until it's been spoken about and agreed upon. Got that? Spoken about and agreed upon. Uh, Then we know it's our expectations 
are the are right expectations. Okay, with that, any questions? Clear? Okay. <laughs> okay, then then my expectation is that I'm going to pray and that we're going to eat. And so, shall we? Is that a good expectation? I've spoken it. Have we agreed upon it? Yeah. Then let's do that. All right. Lord, we are thankful <clears throat> that though you have expectations on us, you also fill us with your spirit and strengthen us to be able to walk with you in righteousness and holiness. Thank you, Lord, that you've created us as relational beings that have to communicate in order to grow in intimacy. And Lord, this is a big one, that we all have expectations of each other, and uh, they're not valid until we've spoken about them and agreed upon them. Then, we, then they become uh, true, valid expectations that we can have with one another. And so I pray in Jesus' name that we would uh, practice this this week uh, and learn how to love one another better. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks, everyone online, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, have those conversations this week. It'll be great. I'll see you. See you guys soon. Bye-bye.